0: Recently, I read *The Bitcoin Standard* by Seifedin Amos. I really enjoyed the forward by Nassim Taleb. Good evening, Bitcoin maximalists, crypto Twitter, and the blockchain meme artists. Today is July twenty-fourth, two thousand and eighteen, and I'm going to discuss the forward in Amos's *The Bitcoin Standard*. But beforehand, as this is my first podcast. I want to give a quick state of the union for crypto, or more like the disunion of this community. Although, thankfully, the passions from the tribalism hype and moonboys, which hit full billionaire mode between last summer and the holiday season, have seemed to subdue as a result of the protracted bear market. Market caps are down, but the serious work has continued behind the scenes and in plain sight. And for those of you that have missed this important observation, you are not following the right accounts on Twitter. With that said, I've compiled and maintained a Twitter list for crypto information that I find interesting. To access it, you don't need to subscribe, nor do you even have to have a Twitter account. It works really well as a web browser bookmark or a column on TweetDeck. And I encourage you to check it out. And if you can't find it, you need to refine your sleuthing skills. A skill that is a heavy prerequisite for the crypto space. Nasim Taleb's Forward has a strong and literarily pleasing opening. Literarily. Pretty sure that's not a word, but should be. Anyway. The opening reflects the author's overall view of, quote, down with the Fed. Nassim throws serious shade at Greenspan and Bernanke, who led monetary policy decisions leading up to and following the credit crunch and economic collapse around 2008. He says definitively that these Fed chiefs had little grasp of empirical reality and that we need to be careful of whom we endow with centralized macro decisions. Now, that is Nassim's robust opinion. I am of the opinion a strong and independent quasi-governmental central authority to manipulate certain prices to control inflation is a much better system over having those decisions reside directly in the hands of partisan governments which can only result in a hidden flat tax on everybody. And the current system is better than pegging currency to the value of a commodity, which unnecessarily entangles the fate of two inherently different things. In fact, after reading this book, I am increasingly convinced that in the future, Yet, denominated economies will act more like the nascent token economic models being experimented with in the ICO space, and that the US dollar is really already the best implementation of a stable coin. And the addition of Bitcoin into the mix really does give society an exit strategy, should developed economies go the way of China or Venezuela. Nassim then tries to parlay his stance on the central bank monoculture to Hayek's notion of distributed knowledge working better in complex domains over that of central planning. And although there is still a veiled intent to convince the reader that eliminating central planning is far better, and that we don't need rational players for markets to work as long as the structure is designed correctly, I am not fully convinced. I agree that markets work just fine and I agree that a Soviet-style management is not going to provide the maximum number of rational options for the individual, which, by the way, I think should always be the ultimate goal of a society's social contract. However, by allowing a society to manage their economic, fiscal, monetary sovereignty creates a fair playing ground and actually provides the maximum amount of options for people. But here's the key. This is as long as they are guaranteed their human right and freedom to seamlessly reallocate their capital from their local token or fiat into hard money like Bitcoin or other commodities and assets. This system not only provides price stability to the regional macroeconomics, but it is my opinion that it also addresses all the other problems explored by Amos throughout his book. I enjoyed reading this book. It had an interesting overview of the history of money. As I began to investigate Bitcoin, I was astounded at how little background I had on the origins of money, beyond the basics anyone with a general education in finance learns in academia. It is a sad state of affairs that we don't have more of an emphasis on financial education in America. The small tangent the author follows when discussing modern art seemed a bit arbitrary and unnecessarily trollish. But the overview of Bitcoin towards the end of the book seemed very good. It was quite technical and I let it wash over me rather than trying to ponder the minutiae. Over the years I have acquired enough background on the Bitcoin protocol that nothing from his analysis jumped out at me as particularly good or bad and generally speaking I do think there is a lack of coverage of the value proposition unique to Bitcoin and this book does do a good job and has a good overview of the events which hardened Bitcoin's properties are that it's voluntary, sovereign, anti-fragile, and has an immutable monetary policy. Thank you, and until next time.